0: Absolutely. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grace, Peace, and Balance podcast by Gabi Abdelkadir. This is episode 111. It's an angel number. I love it. And today I have a great, amazing young man named Jared Miller. And I was really looking forward to interview him, and we finally made it today. And we're going to be talking about truth. Truth Talk would be the title of this uh, of this episode. So I will read his bio for you here, but I will also be posting it on Podbean and on my YouTube channel. Do get in touch with him. He has a new book coming out. I really encourage you to grab a copy of his book. This guy is incredible. So Jared Miller is a singer, songwriter, and now best-selling author. He has been passionately leading for over 25 years. Born in Houston, Texas, Jared has been involved in music all of his life, singing at conferences since the age of eight years old. Really? Yeah. He has written and co produced nine albums from rock bands to solo and church worship projects. Jared has played with the likes of Jars of Clay, DC Talks, Skillet, and Ricardo Sanchez. Truth is his newest song inspired by his book, Truth, The Lies We've Been Told. He is proud of all his accomplishments, both in and out of the studio, but he will tell you this project is his most inspired yet. I will be posting all his social media links for you to get in touch with him. Jared, welcome to my podcast.
1: Thank you, Gabby. I'm so honored to be here. I'm excited to talk to you. Okay. and to add value to all of the listeners.
0: Yes, thank you so much. So tell us, Jared, what was Jared like growing up?
1: Great question. So I've been in Houston my whole life, the outskirts of Houston. And so as long as I can remember, I'm a person of faith. And so my, my family was very involved in our local church. And so uh, music was a big part of our church. Uh, the way I was raised is that um <laughs> we had church Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. I mean, it was all the time. And so when that's how you're raised, that's all you know. And but the influence of music was so strong and um ha- heavily influenced in my life. And it it got a hold of me at a young age. And I've never I can't remember far back enough to when I wasn't singing. Oh wow. So I, I've been singing for most of my life, and, I, and it's a joy, and I absolutely love it. Okay, so what kind of songs do you sing? Yeah, so I mean, my voice uh, tends to, I don't want to put limitations, but anything from, uh, from pop to, um, to contemporary, to soulful, to uh, jazz, I mean, there's just a lot of, uh, a wide range of uh, genre styles and diversity, and so uh, I really enjoy it. Oh my God! I can't wait
0: to hear some of them now that you talk about it. I can't wait to hear some. Okay, so you got into music because of that. How about school? Do you have siblings?
1: Uh, I have one sister. Oh. We are eight years apart. My parents went on an eight-year plan. Okay. (laughs) That's what they say, at least. Yeah. And so her name's Paige. She's a nurse. Okay. Uh, She's a new mommy, and she's doing fantastic. And so yeah, I, I have one sister. Uh, and then my parents. So, yes, that's it. And uh, you went
0: to school in Houston as well.
1: I did uh, elementary, junior high, high school, college, uh, all based in the Houston area.
0: So your your studies in college was something to do with music, I'm guessing.
1: So it was uh, it, I took my basics and then I, I took several music classes uh, to help me with, you know, sight reading and theory and a vocal performance and instrumentation, some piano, some guitar. Uh, it's just been a passion of mine for as long as I can remember. Oh, wow. You're doing that. Do you speak? I do speak. Okay. I do speak. And if it's okay with you, I'd like to share share a little bit about that.
0: Okay. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So it's so funny because everyone has their own walk and their own journey. And I at the time I was married and before I turned 30 years old, you couldn't pay me to read. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just... I just, I I couldn't focus. I got bored. I, did, I didn't enjoy it. And I don't know if it was just growing up maturity, whatever it was, but something just the light bulb went off. Okay. And, and uh, something said, if I don't start reading, I'm not going to have anything to say. <laughs> I'm not going to make any more money. And I'm mm-hmm. going to be, I'm going to be capped out for the rest of my life. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to grow. And so just having a sense of urgency of, of having a a new baby boy and being married and wanting to provide for my family. I said, I really need to make a change in my life. And Gabby, I tell you, I started buying books left and right. Okay. With more books combined with personal experience, I gained more confidence.
0: Yeah.
1: I had something to say And what people don't know about me is when I was younger, I would mumble and stutter a lot.
0: Oh, Okay.
1: and I am telling you the number one contributing factor to that ending was reading books.
0: Did you read out loud?
1: I did. Okay. I read yeah, I out, did. La- yeah. out loud and then also, also, you know, just silently. Just, just silently, yeah. Right. Um, that and then buying several online courses, studying professional speakers, finding their rhythm, getting comfortable in my own skin. So all of that is what really led to me doing more speaking. Oh, wow.
0: So what kind of books inspired you to begin with when you started reading?
1: Well, of course, I love faith-based books, but I really love personal development books, Mm -hmm. Um, books on communication, Mm -hmm. people skills, relationship building, team building, um, leadership. I mean, I'm a huge John Maxwell fan. Yeah, so am uh, I. Haven't,
0: I, I did you take his course? I didn't, but I have all his books.
1: I have mostly all his books as well. I've taken several of his courses and I joined his team in 2016. Oh, wow. So you're a John Maxwell graduate then? I am, yes. Oh, wow. And so I, I teach, you know, I, I use his, his resources for mastermind groups, one-on-one coaching, small group coaching. And so the way he communicated really resonated with me. And so I would use a a lot of his material and I would put my own twist on it and make it personal and make it authentic for the audience. And so that, that really helped when I was communicating to people.
0: Oh, wow. Always people say, at least people like us who are into personal growth and leadership, they always said Bob Proctor was the mind The best, like when it comes to the mindset, I don't think anybody beat him. May he rest in peace. He passed away several months ago. Uh, And then uh, when it comes to leadership, they say nobody beats John Maxwell. But I have another guy that I love. He's called Simon Sinek. Yes. I just love that guy also. I watch him all the time uh, on YouTube or on LinkedIn. I watch him. He's also another uh, credible. but I think John Maxwell definitely is on top of the list on leadership okay Absolutely. so so do, do you have any certain specific groups that you like to coach is it young boys or is it schools or any age any gender
1: that's a fantastic question I appreciate you asking and here's why I say that mm-hmm. so so I'm I'm 42 right now and when my dad passed away when I was 20 oh I was about that no no I thank you for saying that. I was I was just beginning what we call a vocational ministry. I was an intern for a local church youth ministry. Youth okay. ministry is junior high and high school students and uh, we would mentor them and you know encourage them and so I, I I stopped that. I moved back to Houston to take over our family business and to provide for my mother and my young sister. And so my dad and I were very close. And what he left inside of me was so much greater and impactful than what he left to me.
0: Aww,
1: and so, so n- knowing that the values that he left inside of me, the influence he left, the legacy he left inside of me, I see so many young men who don't have that in their life.
0: Tell me about it. Oh, my goodness.
1: I want to I wanna help anyone, uh, women, men. I want to help anyone. Um, and I love everyone, by the way. Yeah. But, but because of that soft spot in my heart, knowing that even though my years with my father got cut short, he still left something inside of me that a lot of men are not even getting today. Yeah. The, the values, the priorities um, that has stuck with me even to this day. And so when I, when I see young men, I see a lot of men who are, um, they're lacking identity. Yeah. They're lacking confidence.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Agreed. Uh, they're, they're lacking direction. Mm-hmm. And so, so my goal is <laughs> someone asked the question who needs encouragement? And they answered, why well, are they breathing? <laughs>
0: Oh, that's and a good question. Yeah.
1: If they're You're breathing, answering. they yeah. need encouragement. And so, you know, it's the law of connection. You you got to touch a heart before you ask for a hand. And so when I'm approaching any, anybody um, and, and Gabby, I'll tell you this, there was, there was a, a gentleman who I went to high school with and his son was suicidal. And he asked me if I would pray for his son or maybe just talk to his son and maybe spend some time with him. So I had the chance to do that. And I said, His name was Mateo. I said, Mateo, look at me in the eyes. Look at me directly in the eyes. You know, Gabby, we live in a society where people can talk uh, five hours on Facebook and Instagram, but they can't look someone in the eyes for five minutes.
0: I know, especially
1: the younger generation. Yes. And so I said, look at me. And I said, say I am awesome. Say I am worthy. Say I matter. Say I am important. And I started asking him, I said, repeat these affirmations, but I want you to mean it. And Gabby, tears started filling his eyes. Because you could tell he had he he was saying it at first, but he really didn't believe it at first. And so I we were we were actually out in the field and there was several people around, but not close enough to hear us. And it kind of got awkward. And I said, say it again. Say it again. again. Say it again until you could see the the invisible walls, if you would, fall down. And he starts crying, and he was having a spiritual breakthrough. So beautiful. And so those are the kind of things to me that are like, I want to let someone borrow my belief, but I want them to borrow it just for a little bit, because at some point they have to believe it for themselves. Yes. Yes. So anyway, I say all that to say, that's what I'm really passionate about. Um, So if it's music, if it's speaking, if it's one-on-one, it doesn't matter. I want people to uh, believe in themselves and understand their value and their worth.
0: Yeah, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. And the thing about a lot of these young generations, I know quite a few, uh, is divorced parents. And they're not only divorce, like the husband and wife, they don't talk to each other. Yeah. And then there is the habit of either the mom is telling bad things about the father or the father is telling bad things. The kid, the kid goes one week here, one week there, they get lost. And then there is also your neighborhood also affects a lot. Like if you're living in a neighborhood where it's not a safe area, you either become very scared as a kid, as a teenager or something, or you're going to join the gang. That is that. And then there is a lot of mental illness going around. There is a lot of depression and anxiety and fear going around, especially since COVID. It multiplied, I'm telling you. So this is where people like you would fit in to help this, to give them confidence and to, you know, to protect them from, suicide and things like that so I really appreciate what you do thank you um, yeah I really appreciate what you do oh my god um that's a subject close to my heart um, and then there is bullying in school and then there is oh my goodness don't even get me started anyway um so you have written a book before this new one let's talk about that
1: so my first book was called chasing me down as I mentioned before I'm a singer-songwriter yeah. and so I had I had written and created a record called Chasing Me Down. Yeah. There were was, was six songs. So, okay. so as I told you previously, you know the personal development, the books, um, it really helped me transition into more speaking. And so I felt like after so many years that maybe I had something to say. And so it, not just public speaking, but I said, I'd like to write a book. I had the, I had the crazy idea. You know what? I'm not just a music guy. I can write a book too. Yeah. And so, so there's six chapters in the book, like there's six songs on the record. Oh, and so the book is also chasing me down from the record. And it's not, each chapter is not about, it's not about how the songs are written. It's the message of the songs. Oh, wow. So that was, that was self, self self-published in 2019. Just before COVID. Yes, ma'am. It was a. Sh- it's a short book. It's about eighty-eight pages. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was very proud of it. And so, um, then, now around this time, I had I had the idea. The idea was birthed for my new book. Okay. And that book is called Truth: Colon the Lies We've Been Told. Um, this is the first time that I've had a. Formal training as an author.
0: Okay.
1: I've been working on this book for about eight, nine months. And I tell you, Gabby, it has stretched me like you wouldn't believe. Just the way that I think and how I approach a reader. And and I know that you know this. Reading a book is different from public speaking. Oh, yeah. The way we go about it. And this, is, this, was, this was semi-new to me. So the, the formality of the book was new to me, but the message was not new.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so just like I told you earlier, just a few minutes ago, that I have a heart for for the next generation of men and and the next generation of people, the initial concept of the book was we have influences all around us.
0: Yes, we do.
1: Relational influences. We have um, our our past experiences influence us. The people around us influence us. How we feel about our future influences our decisions. And so the whole concept of um, the people who influence us the most, we tend to trust the most. And the people who we trust the most, that influence of trust shapes our reality of truth. And so that's really the birthing place of the book of how truth is identified, how it's understood, and how that reality of truth is shaped in our lives. And I couldn't be more excited about it. Um, what really excites me is that this book is not Jared telling the reader what they should believe. The book is showing someone how to find truth for themselves. Oh my God,
0: powerful. I have reordered. When is it coming
1: out? The re- oh, I'm so excited. The release date is Tuesday, September the 13th, but I I would be, Mm -hmm. I would be remiss. So Tuesday, Mm -hmm. September, the 13th, I would be remiss if I didn't, if I didn't plug this in the night before the book is released. So it's released on a Tuesday. Okay. Monday night, September 12th, I'm doing a one-time webinar called why truth matters. It's going to be an an hour teaching on the book. And even, even beyond the book, what's I'm going to be teaching on things that are not even in the book. And for one hour, and then it's going to be 30 minutes of Q&A. It's called Why Truth Matters. It's extremely affordable. It's on my, it's on my site with the link that you have. Mm-hmm. And so that's the webinar, Why Truth Matters, Monday night uh, from 7, seven to 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And so I'm, I'm excited about the webinar. I'm excited about the book. I can't wait for people to get it. And here's why, Gabby, is because when you know truth, then you can really know yourself. Oh. When you know yourself, you add the most value to the world.
0: Oh my God. that's that's. Can you repeat that, please?
1: Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. When you know truth, uh-huh. then you can really know yourself. Okay. When you, when you really know yourself, that's when you add the most value to the world. People, yeah,
0: this this one is a quote by Jared Miller.
1: Yes, and the world is on information overload. I mean, Gabby, you you already know. You and I can, if if we were going to think of Google as a person, we can have as much information as we want. It's at our fingertips. Yeah, we can have as much knowledge. So so knowledge itself doesn't lead us to truth. What we really need is wisdom. Yes, absolutely. We need wisdom. I'll never forget uh, Henry Ford. The you know he's he's the creator and the inventor of the the Ford Model T.
0: Yeah.
1: And people, he said, if I would have given people what they wanted, what they wanted was faster horses. Oh, <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. And so there's a difference between what people want, what people need, and so. People, people need the truth.
0: Yeah.
1: That's what they need. They and do. so um, it's, a, it's a huge concept. And I developed it with, if I can say this, with um, humility and care. Because I realized that there are some people who are going to say, well, who are you to say what truth is? I like to emphasize again, this is less of me saying what truth is And it's more of me helping the reader find truth for themselves.
0: Exactly. So, and then uh, anybody who asks you that question again, tell them, why don't you ask yourself that question? You know, like people always will find a way to just make you feel less or like embarrass you, or you just have to let it from one ear out the other. Or just ignore because trust me, there's a lot of people who when you are moving forward and succeeding, you will always find one or two people who will try to put you down. So anybody asks you that question again, ask them the same question. That's that should be their answer. Oh, my God, I can't wait for the book. And then I also need you to put the link for the previous book
1: yes yeah
0: yeah that that you can put it on uh, and uh, message me on that one and uh yeah i can't wait to read and september is around the corner to tell you frankly
1: it's around the corner and so if you allow me to say this uh quickly Mm. so what's really unique and really cool about this project is my publisher said jared you're writing a book on truth you're a singer songwriter why don't you write a song well, what most people don't know about me is that uh, in 2020, during COVID, I went through a divorce.
0: Oh, that took an emotion- that.
1: Yeah. Thank you. That took an emotional toll on me, which really, uh, which really affected my, my creative uh, songwriting. And so I hadn't written a song in about three years. This is the first song that I've written in three years. And I'll I, I never forget, I was on the, my couch. Uh, about 10 30 on a Wednesday night and I had a what I what I experienced as, as like a download from God yeah um, the whole song was downloaded within 10 minutes and mm-hmm. so so when you pre-order my new book right now you're going to get my new music absolutely free
0: oh wow that I didn't know
1: yes and as of what's so cool about this podcast as of last night we are wrapping up the filming of the music video for my new song truth
0: oh my god i think i saw a little bit of that on facebook i can't wait to watch the whole thing so do we get the song only or do we get the video for those so, of us
1: who or order so right now you you get the studio version of truth you're okay. also going to get the acoustic version of truth okay. and as soon as the video comes out and it's finished you're going to get the video as well
0: Woo-hoo! i'm so happy my goodness yeah music is in
1: our blood too
0: right like uh, absolutely yeah it's an i'm not a singer or anything but my son is he produces uh, beats and music he writes songs love it and uh yeah so he's like that i used to be a dancer in my days like uh, i used to dancing was my thing it was my stress reliever it was my uh thing and uh yeah but um now I can't even move one hip or something because it's been so long, like you oh, know. Man. But yeah, but dancing yeah. used to be my thing. So music is like in our blood from my mom's side, from my dad's side. Everybody loved music in my, uh, in, in me growing up. So it's in our blood. I love good music, but now I I really don't like people swearing a lot in a song. It just puts me off. You know what i mean especially if it's a rap music and then it's a rap like the the sound of the music would be nice but then you hear the f word several times and you hear the the b word several times it's like disgusting sure yeah so that is the only thing i don't like but i'm into soul i'm into country country used to be one of my favorite and i like um, good rappers who don't swear i, I don't mind them um you don't have
1: Just,
0: to worry about any of that in my songs. I Oh, yeah. You're, a, you're a, a man of God, so I know that. So I know you will not do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like in general, right? Like I always mm-hmm. tell them, can't you like write a song without any mm-hmm. swearing or any something anyway? But uh, yeah, that's that. Oh, my God, that was incredible. Anything um before we get into your final word, I always ask my guests two questions. They may be silly for you, but I love them. Anyway, if you had to visit three countries before you die, what countries would they be? Wow. Mm -hmm. I love to travel. You can tell that, right?
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. I would would love to go visit Israel.
0: Oh, my God. It just gave me goosebumps because I was just thinking about Israel. Okay, go ahead. Number one. Yeah.
1: Yes, uh New Zealand. Okay, two. And uh, Japan. Japan.
0: Good choices. Good choice. I have never been in any of them, but Israel was my mom's dream that was never fulfilled. So I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it for my mom and yes. myself, obviously, yes. but she was she really wanted to go to Israel, but we never made it. So I'm going to do it for my mom and myself. Yeah. So, the,
1: re- um, hmm? the reason why I said those three, those three countries, I've had the privilege. I've been to Africa. Okay, where uh, where in Africa? I have been to uh, to Egypt. Okay. I have been to Nigeria.
0: Okay. I
1: have been to uh, South Africa, Johannesburg, uh, Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, I have been to London. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Panama. I've been to Trinidad. Uh, I've been I've been a lot of places, but I haven't been to Israel or new zealand or japan yeah but
0: israel is close to egypt it would have been easy and fast for you to visit at the same time you're right yeah i didn't do i'm i'm saying that to you but i never did it i've been to egypt three times but i never really thought of going to israel those days because um yeah i didn't so i'm i'm just a good advisor but I didn't do it myself. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah. But it's it's a it's it's easy to accomplish those. You will do it. Maybe you will do like a concert or something in New Zealand and uh, and uh, Japan. Who knows, right? Yes. Yeah. Music. Wow. Okay. The next question is: If there is one dream that you haven't fulfilled yet, but it's your dream to fulfill before you die, what would it be? One dream you would like to fulfill before you die.
1: That's a phenomenal question. And now you have me stuck. <laughs> <laughs> I know. A
0: lot of people like, go, oh my God, that's a tough one.
1: My my ultimate dream is that my family w- would experience truth the way that I have been able to.
0: Your family.
1: Yes, okay. that, that they would carry on that legacy. Oh. there's no success without a successor yeah that's true and so if if you make it you can make an impact on the world but if you make an impact on those who are closest to you who see the good bad and the ugly and you still make an impact on them i believe that's success
0: that's success wow that's incredible. Okay, you have children, right?
1: I have two boys. Two boys. How old are they? Ten and six. Grayson oh. and Owen.
0: Oh, so cute! That age is beautiful. Enjoy it.
1: Yes. Yeah, I love them yeah. so much. Um, yeah. we're actually about to go see them here in just a few minutes. So. Yeah. Beautiful.
0: So, um, that is a beautiful dream. Uh, a beautiful dream, and it's. I'm sure, it will. Will fulfill that. Hopefully, the boys will follow suit. So, those are my two uh, questions that I don't know why, but I love to ask my guests. So, what is your last word for our listeners today?
1: Thank you for that. One of the reasons why I'm so passionate about my new book is because uh, it, it really challenged me, challenged me in many areas. And so, if you never challenge your belief systems, you'll never grow. Sure. And I, I believe that part of the human existence, part of what brings fulfillment in our life is growing to our maximum potential. You know, uh, I heard uh, Jim, Jim Rohn, he said, you know, a, a tree, a tree never says, I think I'm going to grow this high and no, and no more. No, mm-hmm. a, a tree grows <laughs> as tall and as the, the branches extend as far as they can. Yeah. But there's many people who, who settle for less than who they could be. yeah. And so so this book helps challenge belief systems to ultimately lead you to truth. And when you know the truth, the truth will set you free.
0: Absolutely. Oh my God, that was beautiful. So happy that you are my guest today. And uh, I wish you all the best. I'm sure your book is going to be a success. It's going to be available on Amazon, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. I can't hear you.
0: Okay, yeah. It's going to be available on Amazon. Uh, I think you're going to be promoting it that Monday when you do the webinar, right?
1: I will be, yes.
0: Yes, that's how we all should work together and get it into international bestseller. That would be amazing. Yeah, so that's you got that. You are a CLA member and we're going to support you.
1: Thank you so much. I really appreciate that.
0: Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you, everybody. Until the next episode, stay blessed and wishing you grace, peace, and balance.